Good morning and welcome to Meditating the Word. In just about 20 minutes a day, we are reading through the entire Bible this year. I'm Cherie, here to walk alongside you on this journey. If you have just found us, you can either continue from here or go back to day one and start from the beginning. Regardless of how you choose to travel with us, I'm so glad you're here. We are in the last month of our journey through the Bible. This is day 344. Today we are reading Romans 11 through 13 from the World English Bible. Ready to hear what God has for us today? Let's go. Paul's Letter to the Romans, chapters 11 through 13. I ask then, did God reject his people? May it never be. For I also am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God didn't reject his people whom he foreknew. Or don't you know what the scripture says about Elijah? How he pleads with God against Israel. Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have broken down your altars. I am left alone and they seek my life. But how does God answer him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Even so, too, at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. What then? that Israel seeks for, that he didn't obtain, but the chosen ones obtained it, and the rest were hardened. According as it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear, to this very day. David says, Let their table be made a snare, a trap, a stumbling block, and a retribution to them. Let their eyes be darkened, that they may not see. Always keep their backs bent. I ask then, did they stumble that they might fall? May it never be. But by their fall, salvation has come to the Gentiles to provoke them to jealousy. Now, if their fall is the riches of the world and their loss the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness. For I speak to you who are Gentiles. Since then, as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I glorify my ministry, if by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and may save some of them. For if the rejection of them is the reconciling of the world, what would their acceptance be but life from the dead? If the first fruit is holy, so is the lump. If the root is holy, so are the branches. But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive, were grafted in among them, and became partaker with them of the root and of the richness of the olive tree, don't boast over the branches. But if you boast, remember that it is not you who support the root, but the root supports you. 
You will say then, Branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. True, by their unbelief they were broken off, and you stand by your faith. Don't be conceited, but fear, for if God didn't spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. See then the goodness and severity of God. Toward those who fell, severity, but toward you, goodness. If you continue in his goodness, otherwise you also will be cut off. They also, if they don't continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of that which is by nature a wild olive tree and were grafted contrary to nature into a good olive tree, how much more will these, which are the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? For I don't desire you to be ignorant, brothers, of this mystery, so that you won't be wise in your own conceits that a partial hardening has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved, even as it is written, There will come out of Zion the Deliverer, and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. This is my covenant with them, when I will take away their sins." Concerning the good news, they are enemies for your sake. But concerning the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For as you in time past were disobedient to God, but now have obtained mercy by their disobedience, even so these also have now been disobedient, that by the mercy shown to you, they may also obtain mercy. For God has bound all to disobedience, that he might have mercy on all. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God! How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past tracing out! For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor? Or who has first given to him, and it will be repaid to him again? For of him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory for ever. Amen. Therefore I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what is the good, well-pleasing, and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace that was given me to everyone who is among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think reasonably, as God has apportioned to each person a measure of faith. For even as we have many members in one body, and all the members don't have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another, having gifts differing according to the grace that was given to us. If prophecy 
Let's prophesy according to the proportion of our faith. Or service, let's give ourselves to service. Or he who teaches to his teaching. Or he who exhorts to his exhorting. He who gives, let him do it with generosity. He who rules with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor that which is evil. Cling to that which is good. In love of the brothers, be tenderly affectionate to one another. In honor, prefer one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, enduring in troubles, continuing steadfastly in prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints and given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and don't curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Don't set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Don't be wise in your own conceits. Repay no one evil for evil. Respect what is honorable in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as it is up to you, be at peace with all men. Don't seek revenge yourselves, beloved, but give place to God's wrath. For it is written, Vengeance belongs to me. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Let every soul be in subjection to the higher authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those who exist are ordained by God. Therefore, he who resists the authority withstands the ordinance of God, and those who withstand will receive to themselves judgment. For rulers are not a terror to the good work, but to the evil. Do you desire to have no fear of the authority? Do that which is good, and you will have praise from the authority. For he is a servant of God to you for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid. For he doesn't bear the sword in vain. For he is a servant of God, an avenger for wrath to him who does evil. Therefore, you need to be in subjection, not only because of the wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For this reason, you also pay taxes, for they are the servants of God's service, continually doing this very thing. Therefore, give everyone what you owe. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If customs, then customs. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. And whatever other commandments there are, all are summed up in this saying, namely, 
You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love doesn't harm a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Do this, knowing the time, that it is already time for you to awaken out of sleep. For salvation is now nearer to us than when we first believed. The night is far gone, and the day is near. Let's therefore throw off the deeds of darkness, and let's put on the armor of light. Let's walk properly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and lustful acts, and not in strife and jealousy. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh, for its lusts. Father God, we are grateful for the Jewish people, your chosen ones, through whom our redemption came. Your covenant was with them, and through them, through Jesus, we have been grafted in to receive the blessings of Abraham. We present ourselves to you, Father, as a living sacrifice made holy through Christ Jesus. Our spirits were renewed when we accepted Jesus as Lord, and now we work steadfastly at renewing our minds, not conforming to the world and its system. We know that the only way to overcome evil is with good, so we set our intention to do what is right and to love as you love. Amen. Thank you for being a part of Meditating the Word today. We are almost finished with our journey this year. I'm proud of you for staying committed to making God's Word part of your daily life. Faith comes as we hear the Word, and revelation knowledge comes as we continue to hear, reflect, and meditate on God's Word. I'm so grateful for this shared time with you. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.